we have this idea and we rationalize it to ourselves, like, oh, because I was treated a certain way in the past, now I deserve this right now, or, you know, whatever it could be. And I think that. What is going on? How's everybody doing? What's up? How are we doing? Welcome to the Risen Fallen Podcast. I am your host, Mark Hendrickson. And if you are brand new to this show, then what you can expect is open and authentic conversations about things like mental health, self-development, and how to get your life moving in the right direction. If you're not feeling good about where you are right now, if you're not feeling good about the person that you woke up as, the place that you woke up at, the life that you live, the life that you lead, at least having the confidence knowing that you're getting, you know, one step closer to the, the person you'd like to be, the, the the reality that you'd like to live in, and uh, just kind of lifting other people up along the way as well. And then if you're not new to the show, then thank you very much for coming back and supporting the journey and supporting the cause and supporting the, uh, the idea of, like I said, making yourself 1% better every single day and lifting other people up a- along the way as well. So uh, with all that being said, You know, uh, whether you're brand new to this podcast or not, uh, you are the reason that I do what I do. Yes, you listening to this podcast or watching it, uh, regardless of how you, uh, whatever. Yeah, anyways. How are we doing? I hope that you guys are doing well. Happy Monday. It's Monday today. It's uh, Saturday as I record this. And I hope you guys are doing well. I had... uh, good friend of mine come over today a friend of mine who's moving away well he's yeah he's kind of been in the process of moving away and uh you know he was in town recently so i we met up a couple times and we were just chatting and we kind of talked about uh you know vices and crutches for a little bit and it really made me think about you know some of the crutches that we use and the ways that we have our own internal dialogue and i thought thought um you know, before I, I really, and maybe I messed up this, uh, this, uh, the, the timeline of events, but I, I thought actually before I journal about this, I want to chat about it on the podcast, um, and just kind of think about what I think about and, uh, do that for you guys to listen to or watch and then just kind of, um, maybe let you guys give me some feedback and then I'll journal about it and maybe we can kind of reconvene and go from there. So uh, if at any point you agree or disagree with me during this episode, uh, reach out to me, let me know, uh, drop a comment if you're watching this on YouTube or whatever it could be, uh, leave a little review, uh, message me on Instagram, at Risen Fallen. But I was thinking about, you know, there's so many times in our life where we have like a crutch and we rationalize it to ourselves by saying like it's the lesser of two evils as if we have to do something bad for us. And uh, sometimes how we compromise on, on, on our values and, and when, when it comes to things like this, we think that it's kind of like holding ourselves off from doing something worse when I really think that it's actually getting us closer to doing things that are worse. And so... Um, I guess some of the ways that we do this in our everyday lives, like some of the ways that I've found myself doing this in my everyday life is like quitting smoking cigarettes and going towards like vaping and like thinking like, oh, well, I'm fucking, yeah, of course, like it's not as bad as cigarettes, like having this fucking, you know, mentality. And it's like, 
I feel like, uh, you know, same thing with like maybe junk food and processed foods and artificial sweeteners and all these like health foods that are quote unquote health foods, but they're just full of like processed shit and people will be like, oh, I don't eat fucking Oreos or McDonald's, but then they eat these like sugar-free, gluten-friendly, gluten-free, uh, fucking paleo-friendly, keto-friendly like cookies or whatever that are like full jam-packed full of like preservatives and all these added chemicals and shit and it's like yo yeah but it's better than eating mcdonald's it's but and you know it's like maybe but you're still you know the reason i think i bring up these two specific examples and the reason that i think about these topics uh you know often is i feel like a lot of the time we convince ourselves that because we're avoiding the one thing that we actually want uh, you know, practicing some sort of self-control, being like, well, I'm not going to smoke cigarettes. I'm not going to eat the junk food. Uh, I'm going to practice self-control and discipline and, and have this other version of it. I think that actually, like, you're still psychologically, uh, I mean, you're still subconsciously pre-wiring your brain uh, to be looking for that, like, dopamine, like, like, oh, I need this thing and I can't have, like, this one thing, so I'll substitute it you know, with this other thing. I think a lot of us, you know, when we have a bad habit or a habit that we want to give up or quit, like substitution is one of the greatest tactics that we use. And so we try and find like a way to substitute, you know, maybe a behavior or a habit with a way that can also, I guess, excuse me, transfer uh, into our lives and integrate easy while, while still making a change. It's like the easiest change that we can possibly make. And I think that a lot of the times what this is doing subconsciously is is wiring into our brains that it's still okay to have this like dopamine circuit of like externally um, dependent dopamine sources where we're like, we need to have this thing. And I've found so many times even with myself, like when I stopped smoking cigarettes and I started vaping, and then I fucking stopped doing that. I found, like, I thought the biggest issues I'd have would be, like, oh, the nicotine withdrawals. Like, I've had, like, nicotine products, like, I've been I've been using and abusing nicotine products my whole life. You know, from, like, chewing and dipping and, and uh, smoking cigarettes and then vaping. Like, you know, I, I've, I've been around a lot of these products, uh, to say the least. And I thought that, you know, personally, when I quit... Uh, you know, doing these things, I thought that the nicotine withdrawal would be the the biggest struggle that I dealt with. But for me, I found that the biggest withdrawal that I had was sitting with idle hands. Like anytime I sit in my truck, I'm driving, I'm stuck in traffic, or anytime like something at work, we have to wait or think or sit around or do something. Like anytime I have idle hands is when I find the most types of cravings and, you know, sometimes that manifests in, in hunger and sometimes it manifests in like, obviously when I was doing those habits, it manifests in those. But, you know, I felt like the, the withdrawals from nicotine would be the, the biggest issues that I dealt with. The headaches, the shakes, the, the nausea, the, the lack of sleep, the lack of focus, those types of things. But really it was just like, anytime I got in my truck, I'd be like, I feel like I need to be doing more than just driving. I need it like it's like this weird feeling of like needing more to to feel okay, to feel comfortable. 
uh, you know, and I, I think that, um, you know, a lot of like overeating or bad relationships with food stem from the same thing of like needing to do something like snacking on something, snacking, like keeping your mouth busy, your hands busy, your brain busy and, and getting obviously that dopamine rush that we get from processed foods or vaping or smoking or, you know, I've, I've focused a lot on those examples today, but you know, realistically, what this comes down to is these rationalizations that we have in our brains. And um, I think that they can add to or contribute to the limitations that we put on ourselves. And, you know, it's not always just like habits or, or behaviors that we have, um, you know, that we rationalize to ourselves. A lot of the time, sometimes it's like our emotional states, or our reactions to those things. Uh, some behaviors that we have, like maybe the way that we speak to each other or treat each other or think about each other or have patience for each other. These types of things are also influenced by the rationalizations that we have. Like, you know, I deserve to be treated like this or I deserve to be having this or spoken to in a certain way or have this certain, you know, we have this idea and we rationalize it to ourselves. like, oh, because I was treated a certain way in the past, now I deserve this right now or, you know, whatever it could be. And I think that the same way when you look at these unhealthy behaviors like smoking, drinking, you know, eating like shit, those types of things, and we think about the rationalizations that we have subconsciously where our inner dialogue can tr basically just sabotage us and trick us uh, into, you know, following through with these things, this rationalization that it's like, oh, it's okay, it's just this one time, I deserve it, this, that, whatever rationalization you have, the same way that we have those rationalizations subconsciously about physical behaviors or, or um, things like that, we, we have these same types of rationalizations uh, for, for our emotional states, for, for a lot of other things in life. And the same way that those rationalizations hold us back from physically developing sometimes when it comes to, you know, sticking to a meal plan or, or not sticking to a meal plan or whatever it could be, those same rationalizations and those same, you know, thought patterns that land you there are the same things that are going to hold you back from emotional development and mental development and self-development as well. And I think that a lot of the times the, the, the you know, I guess what I'm trying to say is it's not always, you know, a viable expectation for yourself to not have these inner dialogues, this rationalization. And you shouldn't feel bad if you have that. Like I have it all the time where I like find myself trying to convince myself, oh, you, sh you don't need to do this. You shouldn't do this. Don't feel pressured to do this, this, that, the other thing or you know, rationalizations that I have to avoid things that make me uncomfortable or, or anxious or anything like that. You know, I had a rationalization recently where, you know, I, I kind of felt like kind of hesitant to enter another jujitsu competition. I had, you know, I had this shoulder pain. I feel like I'm not physically or mentally prepared enough. I had this, that, and, and a bunch of other reasons why with work and my personal life, why I couldn't focus on entering a jujitsu competition and realistically what it came down to was this kind of just like anxiety and why like I've done it before in the past multiple times I'm going to do it again in the future multiple times like I don't know why and so for me it was just really just 
noticing that I had these rationalizations in my brain and just being like, you know, I'm not, right now I'm not going to let this control me. And I think that that's kind of why I brought this up today is because I think that, you know, a lot of the times when it comes to things related to self-development, when it comes to rationalization, when it comes to discipline, when it comes to positivity and choosing to have a positive mindset, no matter what you go through, and all of these other topics that are, are you know, uh, coexisting with, with what I've been talking about, we have this expectation like, okay, once I'm aware of it, I'm not going to do it anymore. And it's, you know, I think a lot of the time we have to forgive ourselves and understand, you know, the idea is not to have these character defects or flaws. The idea is to notice them and have the awareness of of these things and to be able to notice them before they uh, make your life unmanageable and make your life, um, you know, unbearable. And I think that when we can notice ourselves having that inner dialogue and the rationalization that's trying to, you know, really honestly, like subconsciously, like it's a form of self-sabotage, you know, I think that when we can notice that happening and just take note of it and say, hey, it's happening again. I'm having this like self-rationalization or, or you know, you, you can identify which uh, little like fucking figurehead on your shoulder you're listening to. Is it the devil? Is it the angel? And once you can identify which one's which, you know, it makes listening to each one a lot easier. I notice in myself, like there's so many times where I think, oh, this is my bitch voice. Oh, this is like the old me. This is like, this is the person I'm trying to kill. This is that person whispering in my ear. The person I want nothing to be like. Like I want to be nothing like this person. That's who's whispering in my ear right now. That's who I've listened to in the past and they led me down roads I uh, do not wish to go down again. And so, like I said, once you can understand when that's happening and um you know what voice you're being talked to in then you know when you need to listen or not and so on that note i will uh, let you guys go and i will catch you guys on thursday uh if you want to link up if you want to chat if you want to connect reach out to me on instagram uh youtube uh rumble uh everything it's at risen fallen uh i will check in with you guys on thursday much love peace out Love you all. Bye.